Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Vinyl Countdown, the podcast where I, Jeremy Levine, break down my favorite vinyl releases from cover to cover and everything in between on this week's episode. Uh, episode number 99. I'm almost at 100. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. We're jumping right into 2022 um, with me talking about, once again, my favorite band of all time. Uh, Thursday this week, and I'll be diving into a, a short one, uh, mainly because I didn't have time to really research and record a, a full, uh, album this week, but also because I really, really want to talk about the B side of this particular single, Counting 54321, and it's B side, uh, Even the Sand is Made of Seashells. Um, I love the song, I think it's the best song off of this album that wasn't even actually on the album. Uh, I'll get into it in a little while, but uh, before we get into all of that, let's get on down to Variant Corner. Really kind of cut myself off there. Uh, (laughs) So there's only two variants. Uh, Real quick, there's a blue variant, no pressing count available on that one. And then there's a red uh, promo, quote-unquote, not-for-sale copy that I have. Apparently, it was a free gift with, uh, if you pre-ordered the album back in 2006, it was uh, given to you as part of that, like, again, promotional item. Uh, I was able to get it for, like, 6 or $7. Like, I just like that it's a promo edition, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so, real quick, so counting, uh, also... Before I get any further, like these are going for five to ten dollars. So if you really want one, you're a Thursday completionist or whatever, and you want to get everything by them on vinyl, which is I'm kind of working on doing that myself. Um, this one's easy to find, easy to pick up. So, uh, counting five, four, three, two, one is according to Wikipedia, a song by American post hardcore band Thursday. It was the first single off of their fourth album, A City by the Light Divided. Uh, it was released to radio April 11th, 2006. Uh, now, the song was originally written during the Full Collapse era, but then was uh, rearranged in a new key, and then they recorded it as such. Uh, keyboardist Andrew Everding commented on the song's meaning uh, and corresponding music video. Quote, uh, it specifically comes from not being happy in the town that you grew up in and wanting to get out as quickly as possible. Uh, when we do videos, we send out a call and receive treatments, and that was one of the first ones we got from Artificial Army. Uh, We were originally going to do two videos, a low-budget animated video, and then we were going to do another video to connect it, but then we started seeing what the animation was about. Uh, We usually go back and forth with ideas, but for the most part, we trust the director. It was our first storyline video, but there are some performance elements to it. And then uh, Song Genius contradicts that 100% and says that the song is about a childhood friend of Jeff's being run over by a train, which is actually the story that I initially heard and think I remember from that time period, so who fucking knows? Um, now, going back to this this song being written um, during the Full Collapse era, it is actually on Kill the House Lights, which me and Jeff talked about in an interview um, a couple years ago, and it's um, Panic on the Streets of Healthcare City. Uh, no, it's not. That's not it. That's not it. There's um, there's something with that. There's another. Uh, what what was panic? Actually, I think it is because the um. The bridge is the same. 
is what it is. Uh, they even share some uh, some lyrics as well, I believe. Um, so I'm going to look that up real quick. I'm just going to keep on rolling. I'm not going to have time to edit this, so who fucking cares? But, so, in the bridge, when the song where he says, um, uh, the Ivy Drifts, no, I'm thinking of something completely different. Uh, the Ivy Drifts and the Days Drag On, that is something completely different different and now i'm like oh yeah that's the other side of the crash over and out that's the uh the actual first song on this record that's what it, that's what i'm thinking of. i got that confused so they're saying this is also i mean i, I guess this might have also been written around that time but um panic on the streets of healthcare city turned into uh the first track on this particular album uh, counting 54321 was the second track. So, excuse my ignorance as I claim to be Thursday's biggest fan. Um, so, I don't know. This song, I, I didn't like it the first time I heard it. Uh, the radio edit's a little bit different. Like, it starts out with uh, just, you know, really kind of upbeat, you know, kind of typical Thursday stuff. But then it goes right into Jeff singing. So, it's like... Uh, and like it has a little intro and then right when that stops it jeff immediately starts singing on the radio edit which is the first one that i heard and i don't know what it was man when i heard the album version they actually extended out like an extra five or six seconds maybe so when it, when it finishes the little intro it comes in with like a just like a more prominent bass line it's like and like it just kind of it waits for a second and then Jeff starts singing and for whatever reason that delay kind of makes all the difference in the world for the pacing of the song and just the way it all kind of just feels it's so much better but a uh, good song i'm pretty sure i've mentioned before a city by the light divided is not my favorite thursday album uh it's still really good going back to it and listening to it again after you know it took me a few years and then I guess I went back to it and like really appreciated it once Common Existence came out because some of the things they were trying to do on uh, this record, I didn't really get it yet. And not all of it worked, in my opinion. But then after Common Existence came out, I was like, oh man, okay, this seems to be what they were trying to do on this previous record. Now it kind of makes sense. I I'm digging it. So... This song is is more of a straightforward. There's a song. There's some other some other weird sidesteps and missteps. I think that make more sense as their career went on. But moving to the B side, this is the main reason I bought this. Uh, it's one of my top five Thursday songs ever. I think uh, again, even the sand is made of seashells. The song is absolutely just devastating. Like it starts off with this real haunting, like piano. You know, the rest of the band comes in. Uh, Jeff's vocals like he he's very distant but also like ever present i don't know it's hard to explain but it's so good like it hits like no other song from them in a way and that's really saying something because they have some pretty heavy hitting songs for me at least um i have read before too it's about his ex-wife uh the liner notes give thanks to a quote seashell which they spell it uh s-e-a uh hyphen s-h-e-l some maybe so kind of a play on words there um you know as always 
with these songs that hit hard. Like it came out around a time and I think I was going through a lot and everything. So like I've always loved the song. I've always kind of it, it. It was one of those things where I could listen to it and kind of relate. Like oh man, I feel that. Like I'm sad twenty something. Ooh right. Um, although I didn't get this when it first came out because it was an iTunes exclusive and it was on the vinyl and everything else. But which I don't think the vinyl came out in 2006. I think it was like 2010. But whatever the case, uh, I bought the CD, which came out May 2nd, 2006. Uh, it wasn't until sometime after that that I I think I came across this song or heard about there was a, a bonus track or whatever and I ended up downloading it on iTunes. But um, whatever the case, I love the song. Uh, anybody who just, I think, loves music in general will like, can I think, can like it. Like, it seems like a very... Uh, it almost like transcends genre. <laughs> like it's not, any, it's not really like anything they had done up to this point. So the idea, um, I don't know, like the, like what the, whatever they were going for here, it was just, it, it just fucking worked. And I wouldn't have been mad to, you know, hear more Thursday like this moving forward. Uh, but I feel like it really kind of, um, I don't know, it set the stage for opening up their sound to new and really exciting changes that they did explore more, especially on No Devotion. The last album is, I can, you know, it's much more prevalent on that album, but I feel like it was kind of starting here. Um, you know, I love the uh, the chorus where he says, uh, every single shell was once alive, just like the two of us. We wade down to the water's edge, and now there's nothing but grains of sand. And then, I think my absolute favorite line, again, is just fucking haunting. Um, it says, a signal flashes faintly from the shore, echoes in the distance with the sound of your voice. Nothing's ever seemed so far away. Wave after wave, it's calling me. Wave after wave after wave. And, man, it's so good. It's so good. Um, and then, you know, it ends up, or whatever. It, the song ends, um, we step into the shallow end, uh, to see what love is like. At the water's edge, our lives wash up. The tide keeps rolling out. But now we're nothing. Now you're nothing but grains of sand. And then wave after wave, I can feel that the end is coming. Breaking the step till we sit at our last. We're always nothing but grains of sand. And the song fades out. And it's like, bruh. Talk about a fucking heavy song. <laughs> um, it's so good. Like I, I feel like it's one of the best songs Jeff's ever written one of the best songs that they've ever performed like it's just so good so so good but um yeah i mean that's it for me this week like i said it's gonna be a short one definitely check that out five out of five um i cannot recommend it enough and not even and again even if you don't care for thursday i think this song is so much different and just it's just so good like i feel like you could like it regardless of if you necessarily are a Thursday fan or not but um yeah I, I can't gush about it enough right but um hey again 100th episode should be next week actually it may not be because I have to work and other things so we'll see I may po- postpone it a bit while I kind of figure out what I want to do for it but I am actually pretty excited about putting out my 100th episode because it seems like holy shit what a milestone right kind of started this thing just not knowing what I was doing and not knowing how long I was going to do it. And now here we are two and a half years later and still, still doing it. And, you know, for the most part, still having fun. And like, it's just, yeah. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. But anyway, 
uh, as always, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. I've, um, you know, I'll still be kicking around, right? Uh, regardless of if I'm doing if I'm doing the show regularly or not, I'm still kind of active on all those things. So, you know, come say hi, I guess. But anyway, that's uh, it for me this week. As always, I'm Jeremy Levine. This has been the Vinyl Countdown. I hope to be in your ears next week, everybody. Take care.